Hello everyone and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness. I'm your host Ant and in today's episode what I want to talk about is the fallout from the events that took place on the 20th of January during the inauguration ceremony of the President and Vice President of the United States. Because of course the event that we were all expecting to happen didn't quite take place, did it? The great reveal or the uh, amazing uh, aha moment when the election still and all the crimes of um, Biden and his cohorts uh, and the globalists was all going to be revealed on that very on that very day. Now, of course, um, as we know, <laughs> a few weeks on, that didn't happen. And yet there was a lot of expectation, and I got whipped up in this as well. There was a lot of expectation um, within the alternative media, within the so-called truth community, um, that was being built up by certain individuals like Simon Parks, Charlie Ward, Charlie Freak, and other people. And they were sharing information um, from the Q narrative um, that was pointing to the fact that all of us who were hoping that that the truth of the election would be revealed and that we would actually um, see uh, potentially Biden and his cohorts arrested on the 20th of January and then subsequently uh, the true president who appears that he won the election, Trump, being placed into power. And they were sharing lots of information that was getting our ho hopes up along the lines of, as we've heard from the start, with the Q narrative of, don't worry, sit back, trust the plan, all is get going well. So even on um, January the 6th, I believe it was, uh, when um, we had the incident at um, the Congress building in DC, these people were still saying, don't worry, this is a, a trap that's been set up for the Democrats, by the Democrats, I should say, and they've fallen right into it. And once again, all of these crimes and misdemeanors will, will be revealed from the 20th of January onwards. And all of these people, um, as I just mentioned, were saying repeatedly since the election, we have nothing to worry about. Finally, truth and justice is going to prevail. And on or around that date, there was said to going to be an emergency broadcast that was going to be released to the world and every every person in the world would have access to this broadcast during which President Trump would speak and we would see ongoing um, military trials of people around the world, people not just involved in this election still, but leading political figures like the Clintons, like Obama, like W. Bush and many, many other figures who've been involved in criminal actions for many years and they were all going to be tried and this was going to be televised to the population of, at large and like we said like I was just saying of course um, this didn't happen none of this happened now um, I have to admit that I did get as I was just saying I did get very much whipped up which is unlike which is unlike me because I'm normally very cynical and I'm normally very very skeptical of information that is is um, of a speculative nature and that is unverifiable and anything that makes or uh, claims of false hope and I really I do feel that um, in a way as you can see from the title of this um, 
I, w- I did feel like I was red-pilled. And it was a big wake-up call because what's so... And again, this just shows you the beauty of life and, and, and the reality of life on this planet often goes against... Excuse the wind picking up here. Often goes against our expectations because my expectation was that if this broadcast took place and finally um, a lot of truths of the criminal actions of those dark forces in control of this planet was finally going finally to be going to be revealed to all and sundry then there was going to be this kind of mass awakening so I was thinking there was going to be a red pilling of the general public <laughs> if you like and on various um, Facebook uh, posts there was this kind of you might have seen it yourself from comments excuse the plane um, you might have seen this sentiment building whereby you know we're heading for this incredible moment in human history when lots of amazing truths are going to be revealed and finally we're going to turn the corner and life on this planet is going to um, dramatically change and we can build a society based around truth justice and freedom and of course it doesn't appear on the surface at least um, that these that those things have happened now yeah I mean I, I quickly came to the understanding of oh my god I've I've fallen into the trap of looking towards Trump as a savior figure and looking towards a kind of um, a light switch or a um, moment or a moment that happens very quickly uh, in which the world transforms in in ways that we that we could um in ways that we could never even imagine because some of the information uh, that was being shared by people like the x22 report the guy on there was saying that donald trump had been working behind the scenes to try and bring bring down the central banking system now we don't know that that may well have been true we don't know to what extent um, this information is true just because those events that we were told were going to happen on or around the inauguration date didn't happen doesn't mean that they're still not happening um, in the background we don't know that but what it did bring to my attention and, and the wake-up call for me and what I mean by the red pill for the truth community because I have spoken to quite a lot of people online who've who've shared my sentiment in the oh um, yeah, I, I need to remember now that changes within society, even during this new era, do tend to come about quite slowly and they happen over time. But because we live in a, a society and a culture incre- increasingly because of the um, internet and modern technology, we expect things to happen, um, you know, like I said before, at the flick of a switch or a light, you know, a light bulb just clicking on. And as we know, that, that isn't the case. So I didn't, um, realising the error of my ways, and I had a few quite dark days uh, where I had to let go of that expectation of things changing positively very quickly. And I was licking licking my wounds. Um, And I certainly didn't, you know, then go back to these people like the likes of Simon Parks and Charlie Wards and Charlie Freak and start, you know, commenting and calling them out as shills, calling them out as controlled opposition or calling them out as being agents intelligence agents trying to subvert the truth movement because no one forces us to watch this information but it did make me realize and reflect upon my own life that perhaps the reason why I'm looking to individuals like this who were sharing information and of course they still are because they're just saying well uh, a lot of these things that they were um, prophesizing to happen 
with regards to Trump coming to the rescue are still going to happen and we just have to keep continue you know um, trusting the plan and holding the line so to speak all these kind of military metaphors so it may well be true I mean of course like a lot of you guys I'd be more than happy if Trump was um, uh, was um, you know did become the president again because uh, he deserves that he obviously won the election I don't say, say that because I expect him to you know, be a um, a saviour and to cure all of America's problems and all the problems across the world. But it, it, I just believe on a level of truth and justice, it would be good if that prevailed. So, yeah, it was it was a big wake up call, and um, it did me make me reflect upon what I'm doing in my own life and perhaps the reason why, um, as I was just saying, I look to these people is because I'm not being productive in my in my own uh, expression in my own human expression and maybe I'm not uh, you know I'm not being um, as productive as I want to do and maybe I'm not having uh, as much impact in the world um, that I am having and I also think just lastly on this point I want to move on to cover some other points is um, I think there is a danger um, I've been focusing perhaps again like a lot of you guys on all of the deceptions around the COVID uh, and um, the government narrative, the government propaganda and all the controls and restrictions on our, our freedom of movement and that does get you down and it does get you to a stage we have very dark days when we want change, we want truth and justice to prevail, we want this ridiculous uh, overreaction from the government and this restriction on our lives to be overturned we're fed up with it because it is a crime it really is a, a crime uh, against humanity and we want it overturned so in some ways um, it can be understandable when we do fall for narratives of a savior that have a savior type or flavor to them because we're desperate we're just desperate for things to improve on this planet uh, so yeah, we can be susceptible to that. What I want to just move on to now is to talk about um, some more sort of practical uh, uh, issues with regards to um, the election coup and the steal. And well, why was it that Trump and his legal team, why weren't they o able to overturn the election? Because um, it did appear at one stage before the event that happened... Um, in the Capitol building on January the 6th, uh, when the Electoral College met to ratify uh, the supposed votes, and Biden was, uh, he was um, ratified as president. Before um, the event in the Congress building, which was obviously, as I've spoken about before on Discerning Consciousness, which was obviously a setup and um, it was obviously used to discredit Trump. Before that, it did appear, because we had on a few occasions Lynn Wood, Sidney Powell and uh, Rudy Giuliani. Um, they did appear at press conferences and there were uh, test testimonies and uh, lots of signed affidavits. And it did appear as if there was a lot of evidence building that could be used to create a very credible, uh, very credible, how should we say, uh, legal argument for the election to, to to be given to Trump. But all of it came to nothing. There appeared to be mass corruption in the courts, in the Supreme Court, 
And as it comes, uh, as it turned out, it was unlikely that the official election result was ever going to be overturned. But why, why did that happen? I mean, um, some of the rumours that I've seen is that um, Trump was threatened. He said that it's either uh, himself, his wife or members of his family would have been killed or shall we say in inverted commas, suicided if they'd continued. Um, maybe, um, you know, maybe Trump and members of his team, maybe they were brought out, the likes of Pence, uh, Mike Pence. We just don't know what happened. But in the days and weeks after the election still and, and fraud, it did appear as if Trump was very confident and he kept um, he kept speaking in confident terms, you know, that the truth will be revealed. So what happened? I guess the truth will come out, but maybe it was just simply the case that um, people close to Trump said that they were going to do certain things. And when it came to it, the likes of Trump and Linwood, um, maybe when it came to it, they just couldn't. They just couldn't go through with it. Or perhaps it just was the extent of the corruption uh, within the courts within the United States that just meant um, it meant it wasn't possible. So it would be interesting to see how that plays out in coming months, whether the truth will come out. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is um, why, why was there um, such extreme false hope created? I mean, why was there all this certainty that the truth... Um, the truth was was gonna was gonna come out. I mean, was it all just a ruse from the beginning um, to give uh, truthers and those in the alternative movement and those following the Q narrative? Uh, was it to just give them false hope? Uh, maybe um, you know, maybe Trump was even in on in on it all. Because some say the likes of Max Egan, Max Egan says, and I have some sympathy with this view. Well, why did Trump? Uh, get his um, supporters to march in such huge numbers um, down P Pennsylvania uh, Avenue. Of course he didn't. It's ridiculous the fact he's being impeached again. Of course he didn't call on them to to, to riot or anything like that or break into, into the uh, Capitol building. But even so, the mere fact that they were there meant that the Democrats and their cohorts and the globalists could set something up so it would reflect very badly on Trump. So we just don't know whether that was all part of some fake plan. And perhaps it's always been unrealistic to think that Trump would ever manage to get a second term. Maybe privately he knew he knew all this and all of the shenanigans at the Capitol building on the 6th of January. It was all just theatre and grandstanding, but he knew and his inner team knew there was no way he was going to get a second term. They just weren't going to allow it to happen. So... It is interesting um, to to consider that. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is um, how how Trump became a, a savior type figure. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, he didn't actually set himself up like that. Um, it's those people within the Q movement and others in the alternative media, uh, in the sort of kind of new agey circles, who set him up. Um, with that kind of status because I mean from day right so we had this sort of um, a lot of fantasy and escapism around the idea of the Trump mythos if you think about it but really the reality is from day one Trump has probably been nothing more than a self-interested bu businessman 
he definitely wanted um, the best for America because he said he wanted to give back to the country what what had given you know had given him so much so maybe um, the misguided elements of the Q movement was that they were projecting their own expectations their own hopes and expectations on uh, on Trump because he never said he was leading a, a global movement and the other thing of course is that would run counter to this idea of Trump being a savior from day one he cozied up to uh, Israel and the Zionists and of course um, his own son-in-law Kushner of, has very close Kushner has very close ties to the Zionist regime in, in Israel now some might say well obviously if you are a president in the United States and you want to preserve your status it might be wise to go to, to go and cozy up to uh, Netanyahu and go to Jerusalem and go to the Wailing Wall and um, give all your support to Israel because that way you know it might protect you from threats of assassination and it might be that the only thing that prevented uh, Israel from attacking Iran directly rather than just uh, attacking their proxies uh, in Syria the only thing that stopped Iran attacking uh, Israel directly was the fact that um, Trump was you know cozying up to them he was he was trying to keep them sweet we don't know but it's just a point I want to make again that belies this myth of um, Trump being this sort of uh, you know savior type figure really um, I also want to reflect upon um, the sort of wake-up call um, for the truth community and the um, in the alternative community because overall what it's demonstrated to me is that you know we can't keep looking to external uh, figures political figures uh, and Q cleverly um, the clever thing about the the Q movement was that it it's kind of repoliticized millions of Americans who who would never have had any involvement with the political system but thanks to the MAGA movement it led to a large in reinvigoration really in a sense of the American political system because of, of course millions voted and they saw Trump um, you know as someone that could bring about a return to something like the original um, republic in America uh, the original founding principles so um, we need to the other thing that we need to reflect upon in the alternative community <coughs> and the truth community is um, this tendency that there's still going on to to label the general public um, as sleepwalkers and and as the unawakened and and to realize that these really are um, meaningless phrases and you know we need to get our own house in order before before we start casting aspersions on others before we start labeling the general public as being you know the covidiots those that don't understand what's going on because what made me the understanding as I was saying earlier that I've had now being red pilled in terms of falling into the trap of believing certain events that were about to happen that didn't happen is that in some sense you know I'm just as uh, asleep uh, because I fell for a trap that was set to me uh, set for me and many others in the alternative media and and I do believe that some of this information being shared by the likes of Charlie Ward and Simon Parks is of a dubious nature 
and we need to think well if we're falling for this maybe we're not not quite as conscious or not quite as um you know not quite as awake as we um as we lead ourselves to believe and also it speaks to the idea that well um we can become too fixated on this idea of others that others are going to rescue us others are going to save us others are going to fix this world and as i was saying at the beginning the wake-up call for me and how i was red-pilled is perhaps i need to focus on more and more how i can be of service to others through my uh, online communications through discerning consciousness and the videoing and interviews that i do and also in my own private life rather than look to figures in the alternative media to have the information to to be these savior type figures it's like well actually what what can each of us do what can each each one of us do as individuals um to help the community really to help move it forward the next thing that i want to want to look 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 upon is or investigate is how it's not helpful um really to continue with this idea of the division between the awakened and the unawakened which is really further reinforced by a lot of the new age ascension movement and the myths and fantasies that are that are promoted around the idea that um, those on the planet who aren't awakened are going to be stuck in the 3d while the likes of us the so-called awakened ones are going to transit in our 5d light bodies light bodies you know and we're going to be the awakened ones because this has a very religious and messianic overtone and all i can say is that people have very different levels of awareness that's all i can really say and it's not that some are awakened and some aren't that's very much an arbitrary title and as i was just saying we really need to focus on being of service to others as opposed to service to self because um Having more trust in our own inner knowing and rather than seeking self-appointed experts online is really what we need to be looking for. Uh, Because lots of individuals have gained, the individuals I've just spoken about, have gained massive followers, not because of the quality of their information, but because many of us are looking for leaders. But we need to generate more trusting ourselves, really, rather than look for external figures. So perhaps, perhaps playing devil's advocate, I'll say it's the alternative media in some regard or some quarters that might be the swamp that needs draining as much as the swamp in Washington, D.C. or any other political capitals around the world. So, yeah, the fallout from the inauguration and the event that didn't happen, uh, unfortunately, um, yeah, it's been a big wake up call, I feel, um, for many of us and, and for me especially, really. And it's a, an opportunity to move forward with a greater maturity uh, and knowing and to no longer follow some of these snake oil salesmen and women in the alternative community. community. Um, you know, because they might be offering ideas that we can easily fall into. Um, but we don't have to go along with what they're saying or fall into the trap of, of believing it. We need to... Um, yeah, we need to believe in ourselves. I think more really, ra- rather than relying on, uh, rather than run than relying on so-called experts outside of ourselves. So yeah, I think I'll r- round things up here now and and just leave you on a on a positive note. 
because if you are licking your wounds like me feeling a, a little bit red pilled about the great reveal that didn't happen or the event that many are still waiting to happen and who knows we may well we may well find that um trump uh, does ride to the rescue and he, and he is um placed in in the white house as the president we just don't know but the point is not to sit and wait in hope and expectation of that happening because false hope is an extremely destructive thing it's an extremely destructive thing because it's very very disempowering and when we focus on external events it means that we're not focusing on our own as i said at the beginning of this episode we're not focusing on our own creativity and our own small ways in which we can um make the world um a better place so for now what i would say is stick in there guys and girls stick in there i know it's a tough time because the very thing that we didn't want to happen, which was a Biden presidency, we are now seeing uh, rolling out with many, many uh, hideous executive orders, which are uh, pushing the whole uh, woke globalist fake green agenda, politically correct agenda. But just remember, this presidency has no legitimacy at all whatsoever, as we know. And we don't know how things are going to unravel or, or unfold in, in coming months and years so just just keep you know keep your powder dry and um, and as I always say on discerning consciousness is um, play play your own game and focus on your own consciousness and focus on what you can do in your own immediate uh, circles in with your own um, friends and family because that's 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 all we can we really change what now I can I see the I see the external world as a, you know, as you think of like as, as the Titanic and it is listing and it is it is um, crashing into the waves. It is collapsing, but there's nothing we can do to stop that. And and we almost there's no there's no point in mourning for the world. I mean, it is a it is a very toxic artifice and and we um and we just have to let it go. Really, we just have to let it break up uh, in the waves. So thank you all for joining me for today's episode. And I'll just leave you with these wise words once again. Um, remember, folks, if you're not in control of your consciousness, then someone else is. Bye for now.